Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the monthly auditor update for September. I'm not even sure if I didn't miss one. Look at my big face back there. Let's take that off. Jeez. Um, I'm not even sure I didn't miss one uh, last month, so I apologize for that. If I did, I didn't mean to. Um, we are uh, going to chat about a couple of things, and then I have a very special guest we're going to bring on. We're going to be talking about a serious topic tonight. Uh, they're a little more serious than we usually do here. Uh, and uh, it's an important topic, and it involves also a current event in my life and in the life of a celebrity. So we're going to get to that in a couple seconds. First, some HRN news for the month, and let's give a chance for more live listeners to pop in. Say hi. By the way, uh, sometimes I can't see the names of people, just as Facebook user, but say who you put your first name and where you're from, uh, and that way the guests can see that as well. So uh, put that in the comments, and I'd love to see who's here tonight. A couple of things uh, before we get to our guest and our serious topic tonight is thanks again to the auditors, all of you, for fourth month in a row with increasing pledges from the auditors. And I know all of us uh, hosts that uh, get a little piece of that appreciated. I know Jamie and Reese and and, uh, everybody else that's involved in that, Wendy and Philip, all uh, appreciate your support. And I know we do here at the Horse Radio Network as well. Uh, Also, uh, there are no new changes. Uh, Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Carol. And Angie from Australia. Good to see you, Angie. Um, There are no new changes to the show lineups for this month. Uh, We're still trying to find a replacement for the first Tuesday of every month on Hit'em. Today, I replayed uh, Retired Racehorse Radio one. I hope you got to hear that. Uh, Hi, Beth from Maryland and Matt. And Rhonda. Hi, Rhonda in Ontario. Um, And I'll explain why the return of Stable Scoop has been delayed in just a few minutes. That kind of goes along with what we're talking about tonight. Uh, Jordan, uh, hi, Jordan. Good to see you. I also want you to keep Auditor Becky, who posted that she fell off her horse and broke her ribs and has had a collapsed lung because I I chatted with her a little bit on Facebook today, and she's still in the hospital, and they're doing some stuff... Uh, she is not having a pleasant time right now. Anytime you break ribs and collapse a lung, it's kind of a not a pleasant time. So she's still in the hospital, and I just want you to send good thoughts to Becky, uh, uh, and hopefully she gets better. She's definitely going to buy a vest. I told her maybe an air vest and a suit of armor would be good. Uh, but uh, hopefully she gets out of the hospital pretty soon. So hi, Rebecca. Hi, Kelly. Um, the other thing, one more thing, uh, the masks are available. Keep posting the pictures of you guys in your Horse Radio Network auditor masks because I'm saving those and I'm going to make a collage for the wall back there, back there. I'm going to make a collage for the wall back there of you guys in your masks. So if you haven't gotten a mask yet, you can get it. Just go to announcements in the auditor room. And you'll see the link, and you can go. I think they're 20 bucks shipped, uh, but it has HRN Auditor with our logo. Uh, and I'd love to get a bunch of pictures. If I could get 40, 50 pictures of you guys in your mask, that would be great. That'd be terrific. So, all right, let's get to our serious topic for the night. And I'm going to bring our very special guest in, who you guys have actually met before, if you're regular listeners, to the uh, Horses in the Morning show. I'm going to add Lee in here, and hi, Lee. How are you? Oh, now you're locking up on me, Lee. Just as we get you on, you locked up. Oh, no. Lee locked up on me. Let's see, Lee. Maybe you can uh, reconnect. Hi. 
Hi, Alicia. Lee, you're locking up on me. I cannot hear you either. Oh, you're you're on mute. You, uh, yeah. Try calling back, okay? Try getting back to me. Yeah. Uh, try come. Oh, there you are. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> are you there? Can you yeah, hear me now? Good. <laughs> yes, I can hear you now. Thank you. That's so done. just as you came on, of course, you locked up. <laughs> so Lee is the host of the We Have Cancer show, and he is on here tonight for, a, well, because it, I asked him a favor to, to do this, number one. And are you locked up again? Ah, Lee, you might want to reconnect. Try reconnecting and uh, uh, see if we can get a better. Just try dropping all together and come back in. So I'll explain why Lee's here tonight. Uh, I had a colonoscopy about three weeks ago. I think a lot of you know that because we joked about it on the show. And uh, so my results, I had two small polyps, and unfortunately they found a large polyp, which they could not take out. So um, I they did biopsies on that, and I went back to the doctor today, and they said they work, all of them were cancerous, actually. Um, but... They think that they're going to do, uh, they're going to take part of my colon out, about six inches of it. Uh, and he thinks that will will get most of the cancer. Obviously, they'll do more biopsies uh, after they take part of the colon out. Um, but I shouldn't need chemo or anything. I'll need to have colonoscopies every year, which, as any of you have prepped for that, no, it sucks. Um so, uh, so we're going to get, I'll have to get that done. I'll have a few weeks off coming up here. Uh, and I wanted Lee to come on tonight because he's actually been five years battling, uh, colon cancer and has the, we have cancer show. Uh, hopefully he can reconnect because we just want to do a, 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 uh, kind of a, uh, PSA here tonight, you know, with Chadwick Boseman dying of colon cancer, uh, as at the, at the colon that uh, the doctor today who did the colonoscopy, he said uh, their phone has been ringing off the hook this week Who, uh, with people who have put off getting their colonoscopies done. And then with Chadwick dying at 42, um, it, it really made him, um, it really made people aware that they, you know, that they should get tested. Uh, and it had been about seven years since mine. So this is actually, in that period of time, it was able to grow that fast. Uh, but he does think that they'll be able to get it out. They'll do biopsies uh, around it. I guess they have to take about six inches out. Um, but, you know, I guess the thing I'm really concerned about, and Lee's still trying to reconnect, I think. I think that one of the things I'm still really concerned about is uh, my Lyme disease. Because anytime I have antibiotics, which I'll need to have, Carol says drinking this stuff is awful. Yes, it is. Um, let's see if we can get Lee back here. Lee, are you back? I think so. I okay, good. Let's issue. hope it hangs in. <laughs> All right, so I've been just telling the story here. Um so I was just saying that one of the things I'm really worried about more than the surgery itself and, and getting part of the colon removed, which you've had done, and we'll talk about that, uh, is my Lyme disease acting up because, you know, that really just sends me for a loop anytime I get antibiotics or the body gets trauma, you know, then, then the little guys wake up and cause trouble. Um, how long have you been dealing with the cancer? Oh, he's locked up again. Oh, no, we might have to do this without Lee tonight. I might have to tell you what I know. Uh, I don't, I don't know that we're going to be able to get Lee in here tonight. He, his connection's pretty bad, but you know, 
Lee says that you really should start having colonoscopies at the age of 50. Um, if you have a direct parent, like a father or a mother, that has uh, that has had colon cancer, you probably should get uh, start at the age of 40 or 45. Um, so, you know, and I, I apologize for Lee, but I don't think he's... He's just not, <laughs> he's not, he's gone again. So, you know, th- we just wanted to do this as a reminder for everybody to, if your husbands have not had a colonoscopy and they're over the age of 45, uh, maybe you should get that checked. Uh, you know, p- poor Chadwick was, was, you know, 42. He found out when he was 38. And, you know, my doctor said today that he probably had it when he was 30 and didn't know because why would they check? He's 30. Um, so definitely get that checked. My doctor did say today, he said, if I'd waited another year, this would be a whole different story. Um, he said he has no doubt the cancer would have spread in another year. Uh, and that, uh, basically getting the colonoscopy when I did save my life, that's the last thing he said. So, um, you know, let's hope that I agree. (laughs) I I agree, Alicia F cancer. My mom died of cancer. So that's the one thing I never wanted to have. Let's see, Lee, are are we, are we going to work? Try it without your video. Just turn your your video camera off and have you talk. No, I'm, uh, I just talked to Linda, my wife, and she's having issues on her devices too. We've got internet cutting in and out. So, uh, let's give it a shot. All right. So how, what, at what age do you recommend people start getting colonoscopies? The guideline was just recently changed from 50 to 45. Uh, so that's the base is 45. You should be talking to your doctor about getting screened. Now, the gold standard, any gastroenterologist will tell you the gold standard is a colonoscopy. Uh, and I don't want to hear people say, yeah, but I heard it's unpleasant. I heard it's this. You know what? It's none of those things are more unpleasant than the chemotherapy that I'll be going through tomorrow. And this will be my 36th chemo treatment. Uh, I've had six surgeries, four other um, arthroscop- arthroscopic type procedures, and uh, different types of radiation treatments over the last nine and a half years. So a little bit of unpleasantness, meaning you're spending time in the bathroom for a few hours. Uh, none of that is as bad as what I've had to deal with for the last nine and a half years. So I set up my uh, I set up my computer in there, and I watched an entire season of Umbrella Academy while <laughs> prepping for that. <laughs> and, and the procedure itself. Uh, oh, you give, don't even know. You go to sleep. Oh, it's, they give you yeah. they give you propofol, and it's the best sleep you've ever had. <laughs> yeah. So they don't 40, even have you count backwards anymore. They just yeah. the shot goes in, and you're out. <laughs> no, they told me to count to to count uh, down from ten. I went ten. N- and that's, and that's all I remember was mm, from nine. That's as far as I got. But uh, 45 is the standard, Glenn, unless you have a family history. Now, family history means immediate family. So uh, parent or sibling. Okay. So in my case, I was diagnosed at 50. So uh, my sons will need to get scanned at 10 years prior to the age I was when I was diagnosed. So they'll have to get checked at 40. Uh, There are, for many people there, and maybe you've seen the TV ads for something called ColoGuard. Yeah, I saw that the other day. Which is an at-home test. Uh, You need to talk to your doctor about it. 
Uh, it's right for some people, but if you have a family history, you're immediately excluded from that. And there's other things that they'll ask you, but that is a good alternative. But you should know that if you get a positive Cologuard test, guess what you're going to get next? Yeah. You're going to get the colonoscopy anyway. So, but, you know, uh, I interviewed uh, several doctors over the years on my show. And uh, my favorite quote from one of the gastroenterologists was, the best screening is the one I can get you to do. Right. Mm. So if you are adamant that you just are not up for a colonoscopy, ask your doctor about the Cologuard. You know, I thought about showing, because they give you the color photographs of your tumor. Um, and I thought about showing that to them tonight because they're always posting gross pictures of the horses stuff. <laughs> and I thought well, I could, I could get them all back by posting <laughs> pictures of my tumor. What, what do you think? Should I do that? <laughs> I actually have hanging on the wall in, in our living room. It's probably 24 wide by 36. And this is also someone who reached out to me on the show, a company called molecular photos. And what they did is they got a slide of my tumor the actual what you see under the microscope and colored it and actually turned it into a work of art. Um, all, and <laughs> Does it, it have a like name? All, it looks like all these amoeba, <laughs> but I, you know, and we're laughing about it. And someone said, why would you want to hang something in your house? that's trying to kill you. Yeah. And I said, throw darts. You know, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I said, it's kind of the way I look at the world myself. I said, you know, it reminds me too, that, you know, I'm still here. Uh, I still am living a great life and that thing hanging on the wall is a reminder that, uh, at the same time that, uh, I face challenges that there's a whole lot that I have to be thankful for. So that's, and kind of you know, guys, think. there's Lee met his wife shortly before he found out he had cancer and she's been through this. So basically she meets Lee has a good time for a little bit, and then he goes, oh, and I have cancer. I just found out I have cancer, and she, thank God that woman's been in your life for the last nine years. You'd be no driving way. us all nuts. <laughs> no, and, uh, you know, it was only three months in uh, when we got the news, and here's the, the kicker is I went through uh, the surgery that you had, and you had more inches taken out than I'm I doing. had more inches taken yeah. out. It's hard to believe they can take what you joke. have 18. <laughs> I think it was about 18. Yeah. I, how can they take that out and stretch it enough to reconnect it? I mean, it's I, well, just crazy. I, I was fortunate because the doctor told me as a, uh, right before the surgery, he said, it's possible you might need an, uh, you know, an ostomy, uh, temporarily. He said, I really won't know that I get in there. Um, and fortunately I didn't. Uh, but there are, I know many people who um, have that and uh, say it, it saved their life. So that's, that's a topic for another day. But the, the other thing that, that happened was I went through the surgery. Uh, my very first scan, the doctor calls and said, oh, by the way, I see a spot on your liver. Uh, and we were in New York on vacation. I had taken Linda for her first trip to Manhattan. We're standing in the middle of Macy's Herald Square. And you know the story. If the phone rings, if it's the nurse, it's good news. And if it's the doctor, right? And I hear, hi, Lee, it's Dr. Strasburg. I was like, oh, this is not good. And he says, enjoy the rest of your vacation. But when you get back, we need to do a PET scan. So we get back, we do a PET scan, and it comes back negative. So he said, all right, well, it must be a benign thing. We'll, we'll just keep an eye on it. Fast forward a year and a half later, we got married. 
the week we got back from Jamaica from our honeymoon was time for my six month scan. And this was 17 days after we got married. We find out that I'm now stage four because it had spread to my liver. So three months into dating. And that was, so we'll be married eight years in December. And I've been nine and a half years uh, dealing with this. Um, But the important message that I want uh, your auditors to know is this is no longer an old person's disease. The rate of diagnosis of colorectal cancer for people over 50 is pretty much flattened out. But what's happening and what's scary is that the rate of diagnosis for people under the age of 40 is skyrocketing. That's what my doctor said today. And they don't know why. Now, there's a lot of assumptions. Well, yeah, he mentioned red meat and, and uh, you know, all the sure, testosterone but, and all, you know. All but that nothing's stuff. been proven yet. The reason why I want your auditors to know this is two reasons. Is if you do have symptoms, if you have bleeding, if you have a change in bathroom habits, you know your body, you know what normal is, you know what not what what when something's not right. Especially this group because they follow up with their horses too. <laughs> they know their horse is normal and not normal right. when it comes to pooping. <laughs> so, you know, if you're you say, Oh, I'm too old for that. Absolutely not. And and the other thing too, unfortunately, is is there's still a lot of doctors that haven't gotten the message of what's going on in young people. So unfortunately, I've had dozens of people on the We Have Cancer Show podcast tell stories of I went to my doctor and they blew me off. They said, Oh, go eat more fiber. Oh, it's hemorrhoids. Oh, it's this. And they listened. And then and then they go show up at, at the doctor's door two years later and now they're stage four. Because hmm. so either the patient, the, the individual didn't take it seriously or the doctor didn't take it seriously. So don't take no for an answer. If you know something isn't right, the answer is not more fiber. You've got hemorrhoids. You've got to advocate for yourself uh, so that you get checked because this unfortunately is no longer just a disease of uh, of the uh crowd in our age bracket. Well, and I think Chadwick <laughs> is, you know, perfect example of that, He was right? diagnosed at 39. And he, which means he probably had it since he was 35 or 34. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, the size of the tumor that I had, I know that well, it, speaking you know, of which, here, had I'm going to gross him out. So, so <laughs> oh that is the tumor. So, yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. So mine so had So there's a clean, right? There's yeah. clean. Right. And that's the, and apparently it's about uh, two, three inches. Yeah. So yours was, they called mine an apple core tumor. So you figure the shape of an apple core. And I was almost blocked and, and, and didn't have any symptoms. They said so just was... take it serious. Yeah. Uh, you're not too young for this. Uh, speak up for yourself. If you don't like what your doctor's telling you, if you feel like they're not taking you seriously, Fire that doctor. Go find another one. Well, because uh, the thing about this disease, Glenn, is, you know, and and your your doctor basically told you that today, is this d- disease most of the time is curable if it's caught early, because it he, shows. He said, if I waited another year, it'd be a completely different story. Mm-hmm. Now that so that uh, and if you'd been there five years ago, it would have just been a polyp, a polyp. that mm-hmm. they would have taken out. And I went seven years ago. 
You know, and there he said go. it was probably there seven years ago, but they just didn't see it. It was mm-hmm. they missed it. So my question is this, and and this is what he kind of led me to believe, and and you doing the show, is it, apparently the longer it goes, the he he led me to believe the faster it grows. So the bigger it gets, the faster it grows. So yeah. like he said, another year would have made a big difference in my case. He, he yeah. basically said he said to me at the end, he said, coming in when you did saved your life. No doubt. No No doubt, because another year it would have been on your liver and or your lungs, because that's where colon cancer goes, is either liver or lungs. And I've had both. So I've lost part of my colon. I've lost part of my liver. I've lost part of both of my lungs. Mm. Um, So COVID wouldn't be real good for you. uh, No, fortunately, it was uh, I only lost. uh, They did. Um, if anybody's had experience or a family member with lung cancer, you know, each lung has three lobes. So sometimes it's bad enough. They have to remove a whole lobe or even a whole lung. I wasn't even a lobe. I was what they called a wedge. And I asked the, uh, uh, surgeon, I said, so how much did you take? And he said it was about 10%. Hmm. Um, the only time I know it is if I really, really exert myself. Uh, I find I get winded faster, but I take a two mile power walk every morning and I feel fine. But if I'm like, you know, moving furniture or, you know, whatever it is, I, I notice I don't have the wind that I used to. Well, that's partly from our age too there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I've got a big one coming up a week from tomorrow. So <laughs> are you going to be 60? I am. Oh, wow. I, I thought I was older than you, but I guess not. No, yeah. oh. just better looking. <laughs> hey uh so for new i see some new people have just hopped in yes they found a uh they found this i'm gross i'm trying to gross them out here they gross me out all the time on the show so i need to name it that needs a name doesn't it mm, it does mm. mm-hmm. yeah uh have a contest yeah we'll have a contest for name name glenn's tumor, tumor. <laughs> It's not a funny thing, but, uh, so I, uh, so yes, we're, we're doing this as a way and I'll be talking about in the show tomorrow, uh, with Jamie too. We haven't mentioned it. I've been keeping it kind of quiet just because I wanted to see what the results were today. Um, so I, I'm supposed to hear from the surgeon and apparently they said now's a good time to get surgery. They're pretty quiet now before the snowbirds come back in December. Mm. So he said, definitely go get it done now before the snowbirds come back. Although I don't know if any snowbirds are coming back to Florida this year. Who knows? Uh, but um, so I should hear and probably have it done. But I'll be out for a few weeks uh, and uh, we're, we'll have the shows covered. Uh, I already talked to Jamie about it. We already have people lined up to fill in Wendy and... And uh, Debbie are going to fill in, and Jemmy, who's probably on here watching right now. Speaking of uh, lack of lungs, I mean, she's told told the audience that she only has like one and a quarter um, from a botched surgery, you know, in France of all places. Wow. But uh, so, and Jamie knows. But uh, we'll, uh, I'll just have a little bit of a break coming up. Is it a male or female? What are tumors? Are they male or females? <laughs> Depends how bitchy they are, right? <laughs> I'm not touching that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on, Lee. You might as well jump in the deep end with me. <laughs> uh, 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 so anyway, that's uh, that's the news here. And uh, I just go to encourage your spouses. I know a lot of you are my age or, you know, uh, in the 45 to 60 range, especially in this audience. 
Uh, so definitely go go get uh, get checked out and uh, you know ask for the. Well, there was a question: Will insurance pay for it under fifty? Uh, they should pay for it at forty five. Okay, and all you have to do is come up with a symptom. Okay, no, I was wink, bleeding. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah, uh, and it shouldn't be too difficult uh, to get it to get it. Covered. Got it. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the expense of the colonoscopy is a whole lot less of uh, the expense than what of you've what gone comes through. after what yeah. I've gone through. Yeah. And have and, you had good insurance this whole time? You know, I, I just had this conversation with somebody last night. In nine and a half years, I have never had to pick up the phone, question anything, fight for anything. There was one time right before my my first lung surgery in 2018 where I got a denial letter for a PET scan because I had recently had a CT scan, but the surgeon wanted a better view. And I was like, I've never been denied anything. And I picked up the phone to call them off a cancer center in Tampa. And they are, they got the letter too. And they had already called the insurance company and got it all squared away by the time I even called them. So I've never had an issue knock on wood. That, well, and you're lucky. You have one of the best else. cancer centers there is right there in Tampa, right by your house. No I mean, doubt. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. that's helped you out a lot too. It has. And listen, and if I, anybody has yeah. any questions, wants more information, uh, feel free to shoot me an email. My email is lee l e e at wehavecancershow dot com, and uh, I'll either uh, answer your question or direct you to uh, resources where you can get your questions answered. Uh, it would be my pleasure to do that to to help anybody who has a question or a concern. Who's the first one I contacted, Lee? I think it was me. Yeah. <laughs> right after, after Jennifer. Jen. After yeah. Jen. That's right. <laughs> You're the first one. I don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> and uh, uh, for all of those that are saying, damn 2020, I agree. This year couldn't have. I mean, just. Ugh. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Uh, the zombies are coming, Lee. The zombies are, and the aliens are coming. <laughs> I'm looking over my shoulder. <laughs> That's next. Have your <laughs> shotgun handy because I think that works on zombies. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you, everybody, for uh, joining us tonight. Uh, and I wish it was a happier topic. Uh, but, you know, we'll get back to doing fun stuff on the show here. Tomorrow we have uh, some good guests, and Jamie and I will talk about this a little bit. Uh, if you missed the beginning of this, I will put this audio out on the auditor feed as well. And you can find Lee's show at wehavecancershow.com. Correct. Or any of the... Call it E.T. I like that. But E.T. was so <laughs> oh, cute. Yeah. E.T. was so cute, though. Mm. Then just call it Alien. Mm. Yeah, because Alien, yeah, the Alien thing was not cute. Stomach, that was right? not cute. Out of a chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it's, your, it's your alien. There it's you go. my alien. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> so let's all toast to 2020 being over sometime very, very soon. <laughs> here, here. Thanks, Lee. Uh, you can find My his pleasure. show also at any podcast player. We have Cancer Show. Look for it there. Appreciate your friendship, too, all these years. Likewise, my friend. Wishing you all the best. <laughs>